And why is your icon a drum? It's always a drum. A drum? <laughs> we have to start with that. Okay. Hey, Katie. Hey, Olivia. Are you ready to self-help ourselves? Hi, welcome to We Self-Help Ourselves, a podcast where we We self-help ourselves. I'm going to turn my phone on airplane mode. I'm so glad you're able to do that. I want to quit my job. Um, Oh, so, so much. But today's my day off. Wait, so before we started recording, um, I, you know, basically what we're going to do is we're going to talk about how I have a mock interview tomorrow Mm -hmm. and was given a bunch of... Wait, did we start recording? Questions. Did yes. it happen? Uh-huh. Okay, that's why we said hi to everybody. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Do you want me to double check? Looks good. Looks great. Um, we finally got some new equipment. We're sorry about the uh, static in the last two episodes. We're going to do a little disclaimer about that as well, but... Um, oh, yeah. I like how we have to say... Like, when you hear this, you have already heard the disclaimer because clearly you listen to every episode. Obviously. Obviously. And if you don't, we're not friends anymore. Fuck you. <laughs> and if you. And if you don't... Go self-help yourself, if you don't mind. <laughs> Actually, that's how we came up sort of with the title was we liked, um, we thought it sounded kind of like, go fuck go yourself. Fuck yourself. <laughs> so if you think it sounds too serious, go fuck yourself. Go self-help yourself. Yeah. that's. Our we're name. using our angry faces. To <laughs> you don't you know, but we're angry. It. Well, but podcasts is, podcasts is, what? Podcasts are a visual medium, Katie. Oh, well. Just kidding. I didn't, I, I didn't know that. Anyways, um, uh, tried to basically buy all the cheapest stuff to make this. And because I am a perfectionist, I don't know about you, I couldn't stand the static sounds. Nope. And Katie works in, like, audio editing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually a skill. And no, I don't know. <laughs> I just know what sounds bad. She I knows what sounds bad, know. and she has more of an idea of how to make it sound good than most I've, people do. Uh, let's say this. I worked in television, and I know what's good, and I know mm-hmm. what's bad, and I just can't stand bad things. You Nor know? should you. Don't lower your standards. Yeah. Keep them high, baby. Keep them so high. So I spent a lot more than I thought I was going to, and um, I, I found out from the professional guy I was emailing mm-hmm. that if we want, we can get splitters if we want to have la, 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 more nipa. people on this. Well, I do think that we need to have some guests. Yeah. At some point. You don't think we're enough? No, we are. But just like, you know, like. Well, we I want to talk to other people. I do too. Yeah. Um, I don't want to just talk to myself and you and pretend I don't have any friends. We have lots of friends, and all of our friends are moving back to Colorado, baby, because it is the best place to be. Yeah, I just actually saw another girl on Facebook today. She, like, lived in Miami or something, but um, she's moving back, too. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I mean, I get it because Colorado's great and, like, tons of people are moving here Mm -hmm. anyways. But I was like, oh, did I just, like, join a trend? (laughs) Well, but it's so strange because it's like... It's just weird. I have three, three of my very best friends... 
Two of them have already moved back, and one of them is, is on the way. going to, but we cannot... Does he have a plan? We cannot say his name. I'm not going to, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, well, um, part of the plan is in place, because mm-hmm. um, he is thinking about finishing his degree. He's not done? Oh, mm-hmm. he wants to come back to finish it? Yeah. Okay. And so, and he got accepted to do that. So he still hasn't made a decision wow. one way or the other, but he... Like that takes so much the, foresight, you know, right? to like all apply of, to a All of the pressure is off. And I know you know who you are and I love you so much. And I know you're listening because you are oh, a true angel. Because he's our friend. And also this is our first good sounding podcast, wouldn't you say? Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Um okay. Well, so-, so before we got on Mike, <laughs> um, I told Olivia, you know, you're gonna read me some of these questions and she's like when I try to log into your computer, why is your icon a drum? And I'm like, I don't know. That's across all my Mac, Apple It's software. so strange. Mine is a sunflower. So yeah. They I were chose like, it, though. I wanted it to be a sunflower. I don't, I don't think know. I chose mine. I don't know why you would choose drum. I want to show I you on my drum. phone. It's a drum, too. <laughs> I really want to show Because you march to the beat of your Look, own drum, baby. We should change that and make it Do something Do you want that's... me to um, share this on our Instagram? <laughs> I wish you would. But we have to wait until this episode airs this is difficult because what is today the 4th of march it's mama's birthday it's my mom's birthday we have yeah. some big plans later we do we're gonna have some tequila and chips and chips and then tomorrow and i'm gonna wake up and have a fake interview yes and that's what we're here to do today we are here to self-help katie uh get ready for this interview which isn't real so like pressure's I was, off i was giving I myself my a lot of yeah will you get me some something to drink too I do. Um, I was getting nervous for this interview, um, and then I was like, oh, wow, Katie, there's no job at stake. There's nothing at stake. All you're going to know after you do it is, like, what you're bad at, which will be helpful because no one – see, I have a friend who's always, like, after I go on a job interview and, like, don't get the job, which is most of the time, um, she's like, did you ask for feedback? And I was like – I'm in an industry um, where people don't give feedback. I mean, in my opinion, no one takes these jobs that seriously in television. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm not saying, like, of course they do, but they're not acting in a professional manner as the rest of the world is what I mean. Yeah, and but even still, I mean, like, even after an audition, mm-hmm. if, I, if I'm auditioning somewhere where I know the – the creative team really well, which happens for me pretty often because I audition at the theater that I grew up at and yeah, so the creative team is all my friends and or my dad. And so So do you ask for feedback? Uh I have sometimes sometimes I'm like, I felt great about that. I know I did the best I could do and I'm sure it's political at this point and I don't even want to hear oh, yeah. because I feel like they might just tell me something that I want to hear. That's the but thing. That's I what also I would think, think like if you're a professional and you're going to an interview or to an audition, like, it's kind of unprofessional to ask for feedback, I think. I agree. Which is I why I think it's cool that you're doing this. Yeah. Because that's what this is for. This is a mock interview to hone your interview skills. Yes. Because I'm like, if you're going to the interview, you should already be good at that. Yeah. And maybe we're not. And maybe we're, maybe well, we are being ignorant. <laughs> but I come, so DM us, slide into our DMs and let us know what you think. If we're being ignorant. If we're being ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> so, because I come from the television production world, mm-hmm. 
I was always going on these interviews where I didn't even really know what I was going to go interview for. Mm -hmm. Like, how could I prepare? Sure, I can read up on the company. That doesn't mean I know what this show is going to be or blah, blah, blah. Right. So I just wouldn't really prepare. Right. Like, and then I am taking this class in data analytics and they want you to get a job. So they help you with this interview part because they know people are bad at it. And Mm -hmm. they wrote down all these mock questions that you should prepare answers for and like I've been asked these questions before but I've never come up with whatever my um go-to answer is for like the question that is like what's your biggest weakness you know and you're like oh my god you're like my biggest weakness is how hard I work (laughs) yeah or I've heard that your answer is always invariably I'm a perfectionist yeah. And I work too hard. Yeah, or like... I don't know. Okay, so let's answer the way that we think that they'll want us to answer and then also the truthful answer. Okay. So if somebody said, what's your greatest weakness at an interview? So you'd say, I'm a perfectionist. I'd be like, sometimes I'm a bitch. <laughs> at an interview? Or is obviously, that just how you really feel? Obviously, that's not what I'm going to say because I'm not an no. idiot. So that's your internal. Yeah. And then your external is... Um, sometimes I forget that I can ask questions. Like, I think that I should be able to do everything by myself and figure it out. And then I realize, oh, sometimes like things come up and if you just ask accounts payable, they'll be able to help you. Yeah. That's actually a very good answer. It's not bad, right? That's really good. See, and if somebody asked me what's your biggest weakness in my current job, I'd be like that I don't enjoy it. Oh, that I don't so want to do it. If I was interviewing you for a new job mm. and you said that, I'd be like, uh oh. Right? right. But I wouldn't say that. That was my internal. I know. My like, external, I, I think say, I would say. I'm a bitch. Right, exactly. I feel like I would say, um, I care a lot. And so sometimes I, yeah. I get really focused on, like, I guess the perfectionist thing, but also just like, I just get into a groove and then I work too much. Uh-huh. And I get like, like sucked down on, like so a work out. a work hole, and then I'm like, Ugh, at the end of the day, yeah. Well, so a part of the learning for this job mm-hmm. mock interview mm-hmm. is, um, basically your answers should all be about ninety seconds, and anytime you can, you should use the star method, and that is, uh-huh. um, it's a anagram. No, that's not the right word. Um. Oh, what is y- that? You know, when the like letters scuba. stand for something. Self-contained yeah. underwater breathing mm-hmm. apparatus. We'll just call it a scuba. Um, star. I'm trying to do a tongue click. I can't. <laughs> You're trying to be a gay man. I, what else is new? Yeah. I think we can all agree that if I could choose. Well, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. Um, it just looks super fun. Yeah, I also just think that because I I was essentially raised by the gays, that ah. I have just, like, my internal... Monologue. Like monologue, not me talking to myself, but like my internal uh, best friend <laughs> inside my head oh is my like god. a sassy gay man. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. remember when sassy gay friend was a cool yeah. sketch? Oh, feel you so bad for yourself. Step away from the water. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, going back, um, what star method? Star, star method. S is situation. S is for situation. That's good enough for me. (laughs) And then T is for 
No. Timing? And then A is for act the action you took and R is the result. Okay. T, damn it. How do we look this up? I mean, I could spend a little time looking right here. <laughs> you just got to take a little time to look up the meaning of the T in star. I'm going to sing a song while you well, find the information. <laughs> what I think, but what I think, what I want to say about this is uh -huh. like, it's kind of obvious. Yes, you should be doing this. But when you get asked these open-ended questions, um, I'm thinking back on every interview I've been in and I realize I just rambled on and on and on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, what's the best setup? Clearly, we've prepared very much for this podcast. I'm like, should you ask me the interview question and then critique the way that I answer them? Since you're... Oh, maybe. Because, like, my dad always says the best way to learn something is to teach it. What? That's genius. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Let's then do we'll do that. that. Way. Okay. I'm just going to go back to this star method thing so that we can... You know, know what that is. Okay. Oh, and there's spit on my pop screen. I'm glad I'm using a pop screen. Yeah, otherwise we had spit on our mics. Otherwise there would be pops from all the spit. Um, oh, damn it. How was your day? How was your morning? Good. Your mom went to water aerobics and then you just like got up and yeah, made coffee and, realized, and pancakes. Well, I birthday. realized, what can I give my mom? You know, I'm someone with no money. Right. Um... Uh, That's why I got her a $10 bouquet. <laughs> but still, you look pretty good. Oh. Uh, you're upstaging me? No. So mm. I was like. You should read how nice the card is that I wrote her. I know. <laughs> Did you see her start better... to cry? I was like, no. Mama. She's so Aww. sweet. I love her. I better get her a card too. The card that I found said, like it was like I was looking in the birthday for her section, and yeah. it said "You're like a mother to me" was the was the title of the type of card it was. That's really cute. Isn't that sweet? Yeah. Oh, I was like, thank God for this card. Sometimes I'm I, look I just want to ask you to like. <laughs> I should start a business writing people's moms' letters. <laughs> I was just gonna say. Are you going to say I should start a business where I become the favorite daughter of everyone else's family? Because that's what Olivia's doing. Well, that's what I've done to every boyfriend. Have you? Every boyfriend I've ever had. Actually, so this is a talent of yours. So you should it start It truly a is. Business. I'm great with moms. Except for my last boyfriend whose mom did not like me. Yeah. Because well, I was too nice. I'm like, whatever. You're from Jersey. You don't understand. Yeah. I am nice and I am pleasant and I am cute and God damn it, you will like me. Well, plus you <laughs> never know because this is why this is a trope in movies where moms feel replaced or something by yeah. their son's girlfriends. You never know if they're just going to be a bitch to you no matter what. Yeah, but – um. For the most part, I've always just been like, yeah, your son is a prince. Your son That's is really incredible. Nice. And you've done a really great job raising him. And I just, oh, my God, where did you get that cocktail ring? I love that. What's the oh story God. behind that? See, I don't know how to be like this. Yes, you do. You think I do? I think you just don't want to because it's not natural to you. It's but I natural. actually genuinely care about where the cocktail ring came from. I think there's probably going to be an yeah. interesting story I mean, there. I don't think that and you're faking it. I just no. think you also... These things don't occur to me to say. <laughs> because we are we have different personalities. Oh. What's your Myers-Briggs type? Mm. ISFJ? I think I'm an ENFP. <laughs> I think we're... So you're just opposite of me? I think so. Let me... We have the F. I'm... I know you want to look it up, but let me go back to star. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, so S is situation. T is task. 
task. Describe specifically what your responsibility slash role was in the situation, which okay. makes sense. Okay. Here's an example. I was tasked with working with the contract designer to help with the designs and make sure we were reaching a wider audience. Focus on your personal tasks and what you were working on instead of referencing the entire team. Okay. Then, then action and then result. Okay. And this is where they say your answer should be about 90 seconds, which I think is really just to remind you, like, not to ramble. Yeah, because 90 seconds is short to say yeah. all of that stuff. Okay, I'm, like, then nervous, but I'm, I'm excited like, for the challenge okay. of this interview. Okay, I'm glad you're excited. I'm going to write down, like, what you say if I like it. Okay, great. <clears throat> and then you, if you get the job, then I get commish. <laughs> What? Yeah, just like if Commission, I mission like for all my paychecks. <laughs> Is that what that means? No, just oh, one commission. One commission. Um, sure. How about a dinner? I was gonna say a coffee. Dinner sounds great. Yeah, no, <laughs> we're gonna really celebrate if I get a job. Oh, we're gonna like oh hell yeah, <laughs> and we're gonna drink champagne even though it's not quito. Yeah, Katie's been doing so good on quito, and so has Mama, and they've lost a ton of weight. They both look so skinny and pretty. Thank you, Olivia. You're welcome. I would say the numbers haven't gone down that much. I thought you were going to say, I would say the same, but you're not doing keto. <laughs> no. Um, the numbers on the scale haven't gone down that much, but also I'm not losing any muscle. So a lot of times when you go on a diet, you lose weight because you're losing muscle. I took the week off. I did my first two workouts um, in the new programming I got, mm -hmm. I did my first two lifting workouts and I did all three of my cardio workouts, but I was supposed to didn't, lift, I was supposed to do four lifting days and I didn't do the last two and I didn't log any of my food. And nice. my trainer was like, where'd you go? And I was like, I just needed a second, but that's I'll good. be back on today. But that's good because so much of diet and exercise for women, mm -hmm. I think is just rooted in so much like self-hatred and yep. like stupid stuff. Yep. That it's like, you got to do what you got to do to not hate yourself. Yeah. And you know what? Last night, it was a stressful weekend um, yeah. because of the snow and because mm. I have parties on the weekend. And then people are like, I can't go. There's snow. And no. I'm like, and I always say, well, you're not letting me down. You're letting down the five-year-old whose birthday you're going to ruin. Just kidding. I don't say that, <gasps> that's, but that's what I think. Oh, but that's such a good answer. Yeah. So... Anyway, um, but it, it worked out fine and everything, but it, I just live in constant, I just like hang in constant stress over the weekends, yeah, as you know. So last night I had pizza and beer and I feel fine about it. Good. <laughs> I needed it. But then today I got up and I'm good, gooch to gatch. Gooch to gatch. Gooch to gooch. Okay. Let's do this inch. Okay. So uh, <laughs> that we means might... interview. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. Let's get to this inch. <laughs> So you might want to skip these first two because these, well, let's start with this. Let's start at the very beginning. Yes, thank you. Uh, the first question is mm -hmm. tell me about yourself. Okay. Which I'm like, I can wing that, no you know, no problem. Yeah, but if we're trying to keep it to 90 seconds. Okay. I'm like, time me. Let's make sure I'm doing you it. You think? Yeah. I got to know. Okay. Because I love to talk. Okay. So let's start. There we go. Okay. So you ask the question and then. Hi, Olivia. Hi. Um, thanks for coming in today yeah, to interview. Yeah, so nice to meet you. Thank you so much. So why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Okay. Well, I grew up in Colorado, and I have a degree from UNC in psychology with a minor in theater arts and dance. Mm -hmm. Then I lived in New York City for about a year and a half um, and came back, and I've just kind of been performing, and um, I have worked at a bunch of different dinner theaters and theaters locally. I also work for a 
uh, party company um, out of Stapleton, and I manage there now. Um, I was able to be a swimming mermaid with them in an aquarium last year. So I'm just oh my looking... god, that's so weird. Yeah, isn't that strange? Uh-huh. It was really fun though. Um, so anyway, uh, now I'm just looking to kind of uh, you know get a grown up job and make a little more money because I'd really like to buy a house. So mm. that's kind of why my goals what have changed. Oh, that was I do? 43 seconds. And how was that answer? I think it was good because it didn't meander too long. See, and I was sort of like, um, I lived in New York, and um, I'm a performer, and um, I'm a manager. Yeah, and, but um, you also, you told us, okay, I'll, I'll, I'm going to critique yeah, it. critique. You told a story that was, um, you know, I've always been an actor. I went to New York City. I was trying to do it there. I came back here. I'm doing it here. But now I realize, like, I need a job. I mean, I think that's a legit thing to say. It's not. Yeah. It doesn't make you sound money hungry or whatever the thing is that would seem negative. Yeah. Because you know? um, I have a, a very strong voice in my head that's like constantly like, no, if you say that, that sounds negative. Right. Well, and I didn't want to make it sound like, well, I've decided to give up on my dreams and finally do what you do. Yeah. And you're so you didn't go that route either. You I didn't. OK, like, that's good. No, you're just like, I just realized I need a grown up job. And you haven't really closed the door on the acting either. Yeah. I just want to have a house. So how do I make it work? I'm going to write a little note that says, keep it light. Keep it light. Okay. So the next question, and we could skip this. No. But I want to hear okay. maybe what you'd say. Okay. Um, why are you interested in data analysis? Well, um, I have, oh gosh, this is hard because I'm not, but I'm pretending that I'm you and I don't really know what data analysis is. So wait, don't start the time yet. Don't start the time yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Go. Okay. I'm interested in data analysis. It's something new that kind of came across my path and I think it really suits my needs in terms of wanting to branch out and work in a couple of different industries. I think it's a versatile skill. I think it um, could connect me and kind of help expand my network. But I also think that there are going to only continue to be more jobs opening up in this field. And um, so, yeah, so it could open me up to a lot of different opportunities. And I think that's really exciting. That was 27 seconds. And how was that? Um... You're like, you don't understand what data analysis is. No, not just that. But So I was trying to answer this question for myself. Yeah, what did you say? And sort of the only things I can usually think of are like why it benefits me. But Mm -hmm. then I'm like, well, think bigger picture. People hire data analysts so they, they can make decisions based on like, you know, the past way things have gone. Yeah. So you're this like, or me, Mm -hmm. is this really important person um, who's going to like help make the decisions. Um, you know, you're, you're gathering the data, you're organizing it, and then you're using it to tell a story. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of, um, makes me really freaked out because I'm like, Oh my God, if they make money decisions based on what I told them to do, are they going to fire me if it's wrong? But it's also like, no, it's based on data. Yeah. It's not based on what Katie thinks. Right. Right? It's based on the data that Katie has found. Okay, I have a new answer. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. So I would say something like I'm interested in data analysis because the world is changing so much right now. And it's so important to actually 
connect and find the data so that we can continue to improve and grow and change with the world rather than continue to do things the way that we've always done them. It's time for some new decisions to be made. And I think being a part of all of that is really exciting and very important. Yes. There we go. That's Especially, what you say. Uh, yes, I love the part where it's like the world is changing. And don't you think we should make educated decisions to change instead with of, it instead, instead of, of just going along the way everything has always been. Right, because things are different. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just going along with how it's always been. With our old archaic practices. I know, and it um, raises a lot of ideas for me with like politics and shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Okay, great. Next um, question. Okay, so this next question, this is what I'm going to do. Okay. This question is, mm-hmm. what interests you in this role? So this role I'm interviewing for tomorrow, in quotes, is um, they gave me like a job description. Mm-hmm. So it's for Milshire Public School System. Okay. And the job summary is the public education data and data analyst mm-hmm. uh, will ensure the quality of data in the school district's database systems. So this um, will data, ensure the quality of education. Yeah. Okay. It's based on uh, individual student performance results on state assessments, school attendance counts, and graduation rates. Great. So, I think just with that description, we mm-hmm. know that like this job is about the future of the kids. Yeah. You know. And I think it's also important to mention that it's like. Test scores aren't the only Mm. factor, and so attendance is a huge factor because some kids aren't as good at taking tests. So it's like, I like that I would be able to kind of correlate all of this data and and, And make decisions. Yeah. Do you say data or data? I say data. I think I just said data. You sound smart. (laughs) Well, I would like to correlate the data. (laughs) Just do your whole interview in an accent, then they'll know you're smart. Oh my God, <laughs> no. it's like a, like a uh, an episode of Friends where like, well, I just wanted to sound smart, so I was British, and then I got the job, and now I have to be British, <laughs> right? <laughs> I actually, I feel like I could do it. I think you could. I think you could do it very well, actually. Is yeah. this one yours or mine? It's yours. Mine. Um, but I do think, yeah. Um, so I think like trying to help the kids, mm-hmm. um, and just sounds like such a nice. And it's a a changing world, and families look different, and and people like uh, mental health looks different. Learning disabilities look different. There's all of this new stuff that's coming out, and the, you know, not the, not that it's new stuff, but I think it's all being brought to light and being more less uh, stigmatized. Uh huh. And yeah. so it's like. This is an opportunity for us to say, great, kids learn in different ways, and how can we, how can we find the best way to educate them yeah. for their individual needs? Yeah. Because you're going from individual student data rather yeah. than, and you know. There's always, like, some outliers. Yeah, of course. So usually if you look closer at those people, you'll know, like, maybe their what attendance the reason is. Good, or yeah, maybe their attendance is. is great, and then maybe that just means that they're a terrible test taker. Or maybe um, they're the kid with uh, no parents. <laughs> right. Or whatever it is, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, so the next question is, why do you want to work for this company? I feel like that's the same thing. I know. So let's move on. 
No, we have to figure out why those two questions are different. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. So why would you... So this company is um, Milshire Public School System in Milshire, Pennsylvania. Okay. Well, I'm a huge fan of The Office, which takes place in Pennsylvania. I've always wanted a reason to move there, and this would really satiate that need. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I would think, see, maybe for this I should be Googling them, but I bet there's some kind of reason in whatever you end up Googling that's like, Milshire Public School System isn't doing very well. Mm. It's like in competition with like, Scranton public school system. <laughs> um, well, I think you should say then, if it is doing well, then say, mm. obviously, it's doing great and it seems like a great opportunity to get into this get into this field with a company that is doing really well. I think I can learn a lot. And if it's not doing well, then you say, well, um, you know, I've, in my research, I know that um, Milshire Public Schools are, you know, going through some issues with uh, God, I'm saying, uh, and you know, a lot. Yeah. Um, so that's, um, that's another thing or well, something I'm going to get graded on, I think. Yeah. Um, but I think you should say like, I know that things aren't necessarily, um, where they'd like to be mm. right now. And I really think I can help. And I think that I can get Milshire public schools to where they want to be. And it's exciting to me to be able to kind of be a part of growing the company and getting it to where it wants to be. Helping it reach its potential. Helping it. Right? But we'll have to Google Milshire Public Schools and find out. I know. Because maybe they are doing great. And then that makes that question real easy. I wonder if any of our listeners are from Milshire. If you are, please slide into (laughs) our DMs. Um, Let us know a little bit about your school district. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Uh, so before I have this mock interview, I had to do, like, record myself um, answering three questions mm-hmm. and then, like, submit it as a YouTube video. Oh, cute. So Can we watch it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> mm, I, I, I don't mind it. showing it to you, but, like, it's so weird. Right? You know? I have an audition on my YouTube page from an audition submission I did for that UPTA's audition last year up does up does i did up does last february and so the submission was from not this past september but the september before that yeah and i was doing rock of ages i wore this horrible dress and no spanks and no bra and i'm on the stage at the theater and i'm just like i learned the mo- i learned the monologue that morning and it's just Who's like filming uh, one of their people my friend alejandra is filming it and there's like bus noise like busing noise in the yeah. back and uh i'm like it's just a mess. It's just so bad. And I'm like, I want this to go away forever. But also, if I ever just had to submit for something quick that I didn't really care about, but I felt like I should just send a submission, it's already done. So Is it public? Yeah, I think so. Oh, because mine's <laughs> unlisted. Oh, maybe. Well, I don't know how to work a YouTube, so maybe oh, you should help me with okay. that. Anyway. We're going to watch both later. Okay. Um, okay, so the next question is, tell me about one of your accomplishments. And I sort of think, like, these questions should come after the questions that I answered later Mm -hmm. because I had told them, um, you know, because I'm, like, making a career transition, Mm -hmm. like, what I used to do because they're going to be looking at my resume and it's going to have these TV jobs on it or whatever. 
And it's not going to make any sense unless I explain it. Right. Well, I think maybe you can use this question to say, I'm, I'm really proud of myself for being in New York for 10 years and pursuing television and for pursuing all of this. And I'm also really proud of myself for deciding that it was time for a career change. And, you know, I, I've decided to kind of shake my snow globe and come back to Colorado and kind of blow up my life a little bit, but it feels really good. And I'm really proud of myself for making that change and, and for putting my, my, making myself a priority. Aww. What do you think about that? That's really good. Because then it won't matter that all your other stuff on your resume doesn't match what you're about to do. Because you're like, I realize that I'm making a huge trans- change and transition in my life and in my career. And I'm, I think that's really great. Yeah. And I'm working really hard for it. And then you're unapologetic for the fact. Did you say something like, so I can have a better life? Um. Or did you not? Just so I can improve my quality of life and make myself a priority. <gasps> yes. Um. Oh, so I <laughs> speech. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Titanic time. Just kidding. We're not going to talk about Titanic uh, yet. At some point, I got some. What's some Titanic tea? The Thai tea? Leo tea. (gasps) Leo tea. Also, Luke Perry died today. We're so sad because we love 90210 and we love the Dilly Dilly. I was really excited to see him. I know. Have you watched Riverdale? No. I haven't either and he's in it. So We should watch that. We should watch that. Oh, I'm just so sad. I'm so sad too. God bless you, Luke Perry. We love you so much. very old. And no, so, but he was still so hot. Yes. Okay, I think your dog is making a noise. <laughs> he made a noise like a pig. He was like... But he's not throwing up or anything, so no, we're all good. staring into the darkness of your mother's bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, okay, so the next question is, tell me about a project you've done and that you're proud of. Okay. This is where I'm... Like, I want to look at all the questions mm-hmm. and find the right answers for each one. Mm-hmm. And then, like, maybe come back. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Because you right now don't know what the other questions are that are coming. Right. And some of these things answer the other questions. But don't you think they put them in this order on purpose? No. Do you? I think they did. But I think, because I'm preparing, you know, like... Because we're still reeling them in. We're still... We're still convincing, selling them on you as mm-hmm. a person mm-hmm. right now. You got to sell them on you oh. before you can sell them on your skills because otherwise they're not going to listen. Oh, tell me about a project you've done that you are proud of. Yeah. Okay. Like what? I don't know. What about that Jean Bonnet? Yeah. So Katie was the. But I could have. Oh, I was the archive researcher. For a, or associate producer. For a Jean Benet yeah. uh, documentary miniseries. Uh-huh. But there's like, because that show. Which is perfect for her because she famously loves researching murders. <laughs> yeah, especially Jean Benet. Yeah. Well, so that one was really cool because I already had this background of research. Right, because we grew up in uh, Boulder. And yeah, and it um, has continued to stump the police and mm-hmm. armchair detectives everywhere. Mm. And um, that's why it's so interesting because it's just such a weird case. Yeah. Um, but 
see, then what comes to mind when I mm-hmm. talk about working on that project is they made this deal. So this is how shows get made, right? This production company makes a deal with the network, which mm-hmm. is Discovery ID, that they're going to produce this really great Jean Bonnet show 20 years after the murder. Mm-hmm. And everyone's doing that because it's the 20-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. So when you're... When you know that, that mm-hmm. everyone's making their own show, how is ours going to stand out? Well, we're partnering with the National Enquirer, and we have access to all these Jean Bonnet photos. Mm. That's what they sold the show based on. Really? Yes. That's crazy. But listen to this. Okay, I'm listening up. <sighs> extra, extra. Hear all about it. They gave me a portable <laughs> hard drive. And I went down to the office for the National Enquirer and uh, looked through their archive of photos and took all the photos that I wanted for the show. And so I took a lot. Mm -hmm. I took a whole bunch of shit. Mm -hmm. And um, we start cutting the show. We start putting the photos in. And I keep a log, you know, of how much everything costs. Mm -hmm. So whatever photos they had, we supplemented with other photos, Mm -hmm. you know, as you do. But... They used a ton of photos um, <laughs> in their magazine that they didn't own. Like, you oh, you don't shit. share the ownership of something that you lic- license. Oh, my God. National Enquirer. I mean, everyone. Ugh, I mean, everybody. But come, so, come on. So, finally, someone sort of – I'm just going to keep talking. Someone sort of wakes up to this idea that, like, oh, we should really check on, like, what photos they're using and make sure that we could really, like – let them borrow our license. Oh and it turns out they could only let us borrow their license for things that wound up on Getty Images uh-huh. and, like, Splash. And that's, Those are foreign things to me. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. So I'll just fill you in. Um, Jean Bonnet was, like, a little princess model. She's been photographed by many different photographers. Yeah, and many they have times. sold their photos to agencies and, like, get a cut you know, every time someone buys them, but they right. sold them to, you know, many different agencies where they could probably get the best deal. And there's so many photos of her and they're so expensive, you know? Yeah. And so. Cause they're hot commodities. Yeah. And so <laughs> at the end of the day, we spent like $30,000 more than we had planned to because we had yeah. to license all these photos that were, um, like seven hundred dollars oh each. Oh my gosh! Is that why you they added all that like reenactment stuff and? Well, like, you always do that. You always have to her have wig stuff was so to bad. cut too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was sad. Well, when that was the only part of it that was bad though. Was the wig? Yeah, there are a lot of shows with really bad reenactments too, and it really takes you out of it. But anyways, I didn't think the reenactments were bad. I just thought her wig was bad. And I'm telling you that there are other shows that are mostly gotcha. reenactment, mm. and they're very bad. Got it, got it, got it, gotcha, yes. gotcha, gotcha. Because gotcha. you're trying to, it's kind of like the Chipotle burrito ad where they only show you a burrito that's wrapped in foil because then you imagine what toppings you want. Mm-hmm. You don't look at some toppings and then go, oh, no, that's not what I want because that would turn you off. Right. So when you're doing reenactments on a show... You need them to be really, like, vague mm-hmm. because you're reenacting real people and we don't want to be taken out of it by seeing people who aren't them. Yeah. Anyways, s- clearly this is so long, but so 
in talking about this project, do I say like, wow, well, what ended up happening was um, we had to work overtime like <laughs> a lot because yeah. we didn't realize until close to the end that we didn't really have all these photos for free. Yeah. Well, I think I think what you should say is um, when I was living in New York, I was able to be a part of the production team for a miniseries documentary or a documentary mini series about John Benet Ramsey, which was fascinating for me because I'm from Boulder. And so it was cool because I already had known about the case and everything because I grew up down the yeah. street from it while it yeah. was happening. Mm -hmm. um, so I was really excited to work on it and we had access to all these photos and it was so great. And, but it turns out that we actually, the photos that we got actually didn't have the licensing that they needed to have. And so we wound up having to work really hard because um, we found that out towards the end, mm -hmm. and it wound up being insane. But it was great, and I mean, it aired in Colorado, and my mom was able to watch it, and, and it's just something that, like, it actually all came together really well, and I worked really hard for it. I'm really proud of it. And mm. and I it also let me feel like I was, like, in touch with my roots and, you know, whatever. Basically, what I'm getting from yeah. this is that Olivia is a really good interview subject. Well, that is so kind of you. It's only because I've been practicing what I would do if I was ever on Jimmy Fallon. Really? <laughs> when do you practice? <laughs> no, I don't actually. I just think about, because I always wanted to be famous when I was younger. I just oh, thought yeah. I was going to be a famous actress. Yeah. Always. Um, not that I won't be. That dream might not be lost. It also might not be my dream anymore. But I always thought about like, because they always have like a fun story to tell. When they go on those shows, you know, celebrities do. Oh, but that's because a producer sits with them and is like, has anything interesting happened to you? Maybe Did I you should know be. This stuff? No, maybe I should be that person though. Do you know how easy it is to get that job? Not. Not easy at all. Because that's what you wanted to do. Take it off your dream board. Okay. <laughs> if uh, you can't reach your dreams, take them off your dream board. <laughs> Positivity. Positive self-talk. In high school, our um, assistant principal um, said, "You can't raise the, or if you can't reach the bar, then lower it." <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. At an assembly. I know it was ridiculous. We were called the most dignified of all the Jean Benet specials. See, and you should add and that. And that's pretty cool. <laughs> that makes my power cool. I don't think that you should tell them that you are. Um, borderline obsessed with researching murders, though, because that is not a great interview thing. Okay, I won't. <laughs> I'll just be like, you know, Jean Benet hits close to home. Yeah, knew a lot about it because grew up here. Right. Okay, and the next question is: Tell me about a challenge you overcame. <sighs> That's the Isn't same it question. Well, so they're trying to see what I think is. They thought of every question ever possible, uh -huh. and most interviewers are going to pick two or three or five or something. And they're not yeah. going to ask all 18. Yeah. <laughs> There's 18 of these? Fuck. No, I made that number up. Okay, great. Sounds like a lot, right? Oh, that's yeah. Why, that's why I chose it. Yeah. That's I always choose I 17 when I'm saying something. Really? When I want it to be, like, exorbitant. And now I choose 18. You're like, I have 17. Or uh, 17 or 47. Like, I have 47 voicemails. I don't. I have 17 voicemails. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um. Okay, so a challenge that you overcame. Then, get this. This is the next question. Tell me about a time you had a conflict with a colleague. 
So okay. these can't these answers have to be different. Right. Mm -hmm. So challenge you overcame cannot be that horrible guy that you worked for at Refinery Twenty Nine. I didn't overcome it, did I? I'm so negative. I guess he would be the conflict. Yeah. I don't want to talk about him at all. Then don't. Yeah. Follow your gut. If you don't yeah. want to talk about it, don't talk about it. I feel like you could. Oh, and I probably shouldn't have just said. I don't no, care. I think you've already said it before. Uh huh. Okay. But we didn't say his name. Mm -mm. So that's fine. You can look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, but try. Yep. Um, <laughs> okay. So I think what it's boiling down to is that if they do ask you those questions back to back, you should be able to have different. two different things to say. Mm -hmm. um, and they're going to at this interview tomorrow, right? Are they going to ask know. you all of these? I don't know. A conflict that you overcame? I mean... A conflict with a colleague. Conflict with a colleague. And what is the other thing? A challenge a you A challenge overcame. you overcame. That could just be hustling and living in New York and working as a freelancer for 10 years. Like, mm. you constantly have to be on your game and be submitting and have your work ethic up to par. And and then in the meantime, like, also carry on a social life and, like, not get completely bogged down and depressed. Yeah when you're constantly being rejected, mm -hmm. you really have to have a thick skin without being unapproachable and it's a fine line, but it's something that you feel like you've been able to achieve. A thick skin. Without being unapproachable. Without being, I like that. And I'm just going to study these later. Great. Tell me about a time you had a conflict with a colleague. See, this to me, okay, what, if I think about it for a while, because I have a while, mm -hmm. that's why I'm preparing, I can think of um, difficult people I've had to work with, but also just times when someone misinterprets mm -hmm. something. Like, what I brought up at one of my other interviews was I was trying to get this guy to sign a release mm -hmm. for him to give us his photos he had of, like, Tupac. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, worked on a Tupac and Biggie show. Nice. Yeah. Um, and he was just really, like, wary of us, like, uh -huh. thinking we were going to use his photos, like, more than once mm -hmm. on another show. And mm -hmm. I was like, look, we do murder shows. Um, this is our one time that we're going to do this show. We're not going to do it again. And even if we did, it wouldn't look good for us to use your photos again. Yeah. Like, we would come pay you again. Yeah. Don't worry. Like, we just did the same thing because I we think did that's great. two You're episodes being... with Scott Peterson. Right. You know? And you were like, I really, like, was able to be honest with him and level with him and talk with him yeah. like a person. And so and then also, he like, felt that he could trust me. I know me. what he wants. I know what his want is. And I know how to reassure him. Well, and him. you can, un I, w I would say, instead of n I know what he wants, I would say I understood his concern. Oh. Uh-huh. This is why I think I have Asperger's. No, you don't. <laughs> I think you've lived in New York for a long time, and I think it's like, like, ultimately, you did know what he wanted, but I think when you're telling that to an interviewer, they're going to think that sounds a little harsh. Like, I knew what he was trying to get. It's like, Yeah, that's not no. how I meant it. Right. So but I think, but I think it could com come across that way. So I would just say I understood his concern. And I think that he, once he, once he felt that I understood his concern, he felt that he could trust me and we were able to move forward with the project. Okay. That's a great thing to talk about. I think that's great. <laughs> You're, you could also be like, one time I sat next to this guy who kept fucking sniffing his nose and clearing his throat. So I bought him some tissues and it didn't help. So then I bought myself some noise-canceling headphones. Problem solved. I know. 
One time I wanted to murder someone that I worked with, but I didn't. <laughs> Instead, I thought... Pat me on the back! Really good headphones. Yeah, which I continue to use to We should day. share that video that you made. Oh, my God. Katie clipped a clip together a bunch of little video clips mm. of her like listening my to this reaction. guy clearing his nose and his throat it's all <clears throat> constantly <clears throat> welcome to my personal hell yeah katie hated it <laughs> it's one of the funniest videos i've ever seen we should share it to the instagram we should share that to the gram do you know how to like re-download and reshare? yeah you have to download an app called repost Let's do it. Let's do it. This episode this episode has been sponsored by Repost. <laughs> We'd like to thank our sponsors. Okay. The next question is, what's the most important thing you learned at Thinkful? That's where I'm taking this class. What is the most important thing like, that you learned at Thinkful? I'm making faces over here. <laughs> <laughs> They know they can see you. The podcasts are a visual medium. Oh, yeah. I already wrote something. Oh, what'd you write? This was me bullshitting because okay. I didn't know what to write. I was like, so far at Thinkful, I think I've learned, I have learned so much about Excel that I never knew before. It seems like you can do pretty much anything you want to do, and that using data in order to make decisions is a very recent development. <laughs> I don't know. See, like I said, I was just <laughs> right? like, uh, trying to come I wonder up with if something. you should say. Um, I realized that, mm, I don't know how I want to word this. It's like, you, how about this? Ta-da! Ta-da! Um, most of this I've had to do on my own. Mm -hmm. I can ask my mentor questions sometimes, but uh -huh. he's just not always available. Um, so I sort Thinkful of learned about is myself. The, is the data analytics mm -hmm. course you're taking? Yeah. Okay. I learned that I can learn. Uh, new stuff on my own yeah I things about myself I was gonna say that I was gonna say what what I was gonna say was yeah. that I've learned that my experience and my story for lack of a better term actually is part of who I am and can help me get jobs and can help me be successful and that I don't have to hide that but because like with like moving home from New York and being authentic about the fact that you're like making a big life change and a big career change and stuff. Yeah. However, I think saying like it's made me feel very capable and I'm able to learn on my own and I'm able to um, self-start and I'm able to. Yeah. Yeah. I know when I need to ask I for help. Self-starter. I know when I need to ask for help, but I also know that I'm capable. That's great. You're great. So Thank we're great you. together. Um, okay, this one I answered for um, my YouTube video. Okay, so cute. <laughs> what unique qualities do you bring to this team? I said, I think what makes me unique is that I was working in a competitive industry as a freelancer where no one has time to teach you or show you how to do things. Mm -hmm. um, you're, it's constantly moving, and you're trying to find the fastest result for the thing you needed yesterday. So I'm very good at finding solutions to problems and sticking to it until the problem is solved. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom, baby. And then what's your biggest weakness? This is where I said I forget to ask for help. Yeah, and I mean, I think those two things are kind of – Almost the same thing. Because I was saying that they kind of went together. Mm -hmm. um, and I used the STAR method. Mm -hmm. And I said, 
like I said before, I'm used to having to work in places where um, everyone is a freelancer, so there isn't anyone to ask questions. Right. Um, so you have to find the answer on your own. But then there there was a point where I was trying to order equipment, um, and they wanted me to use this weird software I'd never used before, and every time I went to hit checkout, it just wouldn't work. Oh, no. And finally, I went to Accounts Payable, and we all sat down and looked at it, and they knew who to call because it ended up being a problem on the vendor side. You know? Exactly. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. And like, well, I know how to yeah, find a solution solve. myself and problem sometimes solve. You can. Sometimes sometimes it's bigger than that and there's nothing nothing wrong with asking questions. And I think also you could say I'm an inquisitive person and I think sometimes I try to like push that down because I don't want to be annoying (laughs) but asking questions can help me learn and help us get the problem solved faster and so you know um I don't know if you should say that but I do think that's true that I'm an inquisitive person yeah sorry I thought Katie had like (laughs) a three inch long hair sticking out of her chin but it was actually attached to her head it came from my Thank God. Weird from our temple. Area. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, you are an inquisitive person. Remember how last time, like, I think it was two episodes ago, we were like, you're like, I realize that I have five questions as soon as anyone tells me one thing. Oh, yeah. And then I just am panicked because I have so many questions. Yeah. But it's like, it's actually okay to ask questions. Yeah. And I try to remind myself of that a lot because um, – Sometimes, like I said, I'll have five questions and I need to pick one first. Yeah. (laughs) You You have to pick one and you have to go, okay, which of these can I answer myself? Yeah. (laughs) Which of these can I find the answer to myself? Uh And which of these do I actually need to ask? And because I sit and think about stuff like that, Mm -hmm. that's why I think I get annoyed when it seems like other people don't. Yeah. They just want to ask me everything. And I think when you say, when it says, what's your greatest weakness? You can say, this is actually something that I'm really focusing on and working on right now is that sometimes I realize I have a hard time asking questions because I feel as though I should be able to do it myself and I always do you know I like I said I'm a self-starter and I attempt to get it done myself but at some point it is okay to ask the questions and get the answers that we need because that's better for the project as a whole yeah yeah and I'm really working on that right now I just don't want to look bad. No, you're not going to. I I mean, they're asking you about your weakness. They want you to be vulnerable. Okay, so I'll just admit this. Famously. (laughs) Yes. When I go to interviews because I haven't prepared these answers, um, they'll ask me a question. Mm -hmm. And like I said, my brain will go to that thing that you shouldn't say in an interview. Mm -hmm. And my brain knows it. And I'll be like, and so all these things are happening. (laughs) All these things are happening in my head. And I'm like... I hope they can't read my mind right now because I just thought of something that I shouldn't say. <laughs> they can't read your mind. I know. But they can read your big browns. I know. I, that's why I think I'm crazy slash Asperger's. No, you don't have Asperger's. We took the test. And you're not crazy. And you're beautiful. And your eyes are gorgeous. They're just very big and very expressive. So if you have I know, this. So I have to be careful. Sometimes she makes this face like where she opens her eyes really big and then she kind of looks away. Yeah. What, what does that Which mean? Which means, I thought of something I should not say. <laughs> know that because i'm your best friend <laughs> and i and i'm always like what is it 
fucking say it. Uh-huh. And then you will say it because it's me. Nobody else is going to know that. I'm just like, when we're together, <laughs> you we just need to wear talk. sunglasses. <laughs> no, I'm like, when we're together, you need to be like, what is it you're thinking? And I'll tell you. And then we'll talk about what I should say the next time a stranger asks me. <laughs> because I can't say what I'm really thinking. Okay, we're going to work on it. Okay. <sighs> These questions are fun. Okay. Are you crying? No. Oh. Did you, are your eyes watering? I've scratched my nose a lot because I think there's a big pimple on it. Oh. Also, um, when I was driving here with those flowers yeah. in my car, I was like sneezing and oh, chewing. No. So maybe we're allergic to the flowers. Oh, no. I have a... They're cute, though. There's they're something also... on my nose that's like a pimple. Oh, yeah. I'm... I see it right on the end. Yeah. This? That's always there? Oh. No. I'm talking about this other one. Oh. Yes, I know about this one. The more I pick it, the more it comes in. It just doesn't this go This one? Away. Was is it this morning that I squeezed and it was a very satisfying pop. It looks like it's drained. Yeah. It looks flat. Oh yeah. Flat yes. as a pancake. Mm, a keto <laughs> pancake. Yeah. <laughs> okay, how many more questions are there? Seventeen. <laughs> oh, these are questions I asked them. Two. Two more questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's important to you when thinking about where you work? See, the last time I answered this, I was just like, I just want to work with nice people. I would say I want to work in an environment that's kind and communicative mm-hmm. and respectful. And I always, I always treat my coworkers that way. And I expect, I, you know, I expect to well, work in an environment where that is. Yeah. And partly the reason the why I left New York was I felt everyone's egos were too big. Yeah. I was just tired. I was like, yo, we're all trying to accomplish this same shit. Okay. We could help each other. <laughs> Why don't you just help me, baby? She. <laughs> baby, come on. Who? Baby. Baby, why don't you just help me? She. Baby, she. Come on, babe. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it's like I want to work. I don't want to work with divas. No, I'm a I'm a self starter and I get things done. But we are all on the same team, and I want to work with people who see and it that way as well. With, yeah, that's a great answer. Kind, Ugh. kind. Here comes that awful question. Kind, communicative, and respectful would be my and teamwork. Okay. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in five years? Well, I'll I don't know, but I know here. my friend Olivia is gonna want seventeen babies by then. Well, I see myself living with my friend Olivia and her seventeen babies because <laughs> she's gonna have kids. And she's gonna need help with those. I'm gonna she's be not gonna have her. a husband. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't want to say that to the interviewer. Well, she might have a husband and she might not, but either way, she's going to need child care. <laughs> she's going to need some child care, so I assume I'll be there. <laughs> um, no, I think you should say, I mean. I'm going to say this. This is a good question. What do you want? I see myself <laughs> as like a successful data analyst mm-hmm. who's like worked their way up somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Working for a company that you care for, mm. that you care about. But do you say... Do you say flat out to the person, like, I see myself working here, and I, I will be celebrating my five-year anniversary? <laughs> Order the cake. <laughs> I like chocolate. I imagine I'll still be keto by then, so <laughs> actually, why don't you make it a cheese board? No crackers. Mingyo. <laughs> I will still be keto. <laughs> I will still be keto. And I would like... Like, essentially, a Christmas cheese ball, but in the shape of a five. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, want to, I want to really focus on the number <laughs> five. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> I see myself as no, a, a successful. Success- say, I'm really passionate about this career change, and I really hope that it takes off. So in five years, I would like to be successful as a data al- analyst. Analyst. A- ana- analyst. <laughs> why, why is it called data analytics? Shouldn't it be called data analysis? Yeah. What the fuck? A data analyticser. <laughs> I want to be a data analyticser. Well, in a perfect world, I'll be receiving my letter to Hogwarts tomorrow, so none of this will matter. And I'll be in my fifth my, year, my school. I'll be uh, in my the order house. the Phoenix year, and it's not going to be good. <laughs> Nobody likes it. Famously, everybody's yeah. least favorite What's year. What's that lady's name who's terrible in that year? Dolores Umbridge. Is she the headmaster? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's got all the cats and all the cat pictures. Yep. I must not tell lies. And I'll be... A, I'll be... And I'll be... Well, you should say on a, on a professional level, I really would like to be a successful data analyst. 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 Thank you. Um... And I would like to be working for a company whose message I care for and, or, you know Uh, what I mean? Like, whose message I care for. I care about. I care about. And that seems to be this company. And just say like a company similar, if not this company, then something similar, which has a message that I can really get on board with. You you know what I mean? Do you feel like it's too presumptuous to be like here? We'll say I would love to work for a company like this since I really am on board with the message and what this job would help me do, allow me to help do for education and children. However, if if I'm not with this company, I hope I'm doing a similar job for a company whose message I can get behind, the way I can get behind your message. Mm. How's that sound? And then you I'm say... Take the, I'm just not going to overcomplicate it. And then say, mm. and then on a personal level, like... Maybe I'll have a house. I'd love to have a house and maybe a maybe a serious boyfriend. We'll see. But maybe a kid. Maybe I have a kid. Do you want to have a kid? No. Whoa! I answered that fast. Yeah. I just meant you usually um, say you don't know, but you just said no. I just meant that's not um, in my. It's not on my vision board. Oh yeah, I do have a lot of kids on there. You do, but they're my kids. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think you should say. You know, I'd love to own a home, and I'd love to have a. A serious romantic relationship in my life. I I hope my friend Olivia's in my podcast blows up. We become famous and that we're selling Casper mattresses and Quip toothbrushes. Who sells Casper mattresses and those toothbrushes. Quip. Quip. Sponsored by Quip. Um, Oh, and then these are the questions you asked them. Okay. What are the most important qualities to bring to this role? Cool, huh? Yeah. And what's the biggest challenge that the team company is facing right now? How is success measured for this role? Hmm. And then this one, they wrote a note that people love to answer this. What's your favorite thing about working here? Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. That one seems more natural to me. Yeah. The others seem like, I read a book about what to ask you. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I would just, like... I read a book. Well, can I have the job now? Right? Do yeah. you like working here? It's fun? Yeah. What's your favorite part? Uh-huh. Who's your best friend here? How many paper clips do you have? <laughs> <laughs> what color is your stapler? 
how much printing do you do? Do you like to save the environment? Also, I just said paper clips and staplers. I bet hardly anybody has any paper clips or staplers yeah. anymore because paper is going away. Paper's away. Paper's away. Which is why the office had to end because they're a paper company and it was going to end. I've talked a lot about the office on this app. Yeah. Is yeah. that really why it had to end? Or are you just trying to make oh, it I'm make just, sense? I'm just making making shit up and telling it as a fact. <laughs> just like my dad my does. Leonardo team. It's Titanic, Titanic time. time! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no need for our own intro. We'll do it every time. Yep. So, um... I love to read blind items on the internet. What's a blind item? I am only asking that for the listener. Yeah. I had to ask her last week because I had no idea what it was. Well, even in like old movies, mm -hmm. uh, there, it's a thing. So it's like been around forever. Mm -hmm. But it's where they write about someone who's famous and they write something like that's so salacious that they just can't name who it is. But there's clues. Salacious. What a great word. Yes. I want somebody to use the word salacious to describe me. <laughs> I, I will use it tonight. You will? Mm -hmm. Okay. I want a word to use tonight in conversation. <laughs> Let's give ourselves a, a task. A task? <laughs> yeah. Um, I need to get you that word of the day toilet paper or something. Uh, I love learning new words. You know what my two favorite words are? What? Nefarious mm. and pugnacious. I don't know what either of those mean. I mean, I think nefarious is sort of like sneaky nefarious is like with evil intention okay or like ominous uh -huh. um and then pugnacious means eager to fight and i just imagine like a, a little i just imagine a little pug dog mm -hmm. like on its hind legs like put him up put him up yeah that's cute <laughs> yeah that's why i like that word. i don't know if it's supposed to be so cute because it's like eager to fight but it's, it's right cute. <laughs> anyways yes so i love the blind items mm -hmm. and uh I've always been reading them on this website called Crazy Days and Nights, um, which is supposedly written by an entertainment lawyer who is anonymous. Whoa. Yeah. But at one point, I'm just going to point out the controversy. He wrote um, a blind item that was supposed to be like from this actress's point of view. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was pretty obvious it was supposed to be like Jennifer Lawrence. Mm. And so everyone was like, what the fuck? Do we really think he's friends with Jennifer Lawrence? You know, mm -hmm. and people kind of like turned on him and like stopped reading his site. Mm -hmm. And there's another good website to read that's really fun called Blind Gossip. Ooh. And that's one that I like reading, too, because they're always like, why do you think the Kardashians are constantly um, having problems with their men? Because they <laughs> orchestrate it. Ugh, of course they do. They love the publicity. And, and they love the drama. And they sort of like have this perfect... Um, formula for getting attention and it's when their men are shitty to them yep so i really don't think that kim knew that kanye was going to end up being like bipolar and stuff i don't know a single thing you're talking about wow i okay. live under a damn rack well anyways i've been i'm i've quoted the office four times during this and yeah, that has and been over that. for years <laughs> and that's that's the extent of actually, my pop culture reference actually be maybe it's because I lived in New York and I was like, I'm in the heart of it all. Let me get uh, educated. I don't know. This mm. is just what I do in my free time. And Celeb gossip. You do yeah. have to research. I love it. Yeah. You're very um, good at it too. Thank you. Um, so 
Uh, well, anyways, mark my words. At some point, Kim and Kanye are going to split up. I swear to God. Well, haven't we all known that since the second they got together? Oh, okay. Um, They're celebrities. <clears throat> it all ends. But it'll be, like, <laughs> such a big publicity thing is what yeah. I'm saying. I mean, of course it will. But anyways, whatever's... I don't know if you know this, but whatever's going on with Chloe right now is, like, her boyfriend cheated on her again. And it's with her little sister, Kylie's best friend. Mm. I can't tell you how they orchestrated that, but I just don't buy it. I don't buy it. Anyways, so well, my tea to spill mm. is that um, there's a movie that you can watch online called An Open Secret, and it's mm. about the pedophiles in Hollywood. <laughs> and it turns out these people, like a bunch of these people who have been like convicted, mm-hmm. like all worked with Leonardo DiCaprio when he was a young child star. Aww. Yeah. So I don't really know. That breaks my heart. But it's... Um, but you know how we're always talking about how Leo is only only dates like hot sexy models. Yeah. You know? And seems... And how he's like BFFL with Kate Winslet and buys her jewelry and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so and they're besties. And so I think we've so all always cute. like lusted after him, but like I wonder if it's all just a ruse because he's actually like fucked up. He might be. I just that think, makes me so sad. I know, and he was so hot even as, like, a young child actor. Yeah. But I say that as someone who was of the right age. Right, you're not a pedophile. I like, think he was cute. When we think he's cute in Titanic, how old is he, 22, 23? Yeah. So but when we When I saw that, I was, like, 11. Yeah, same. Yeah. But even still, as a 27-year-old woman, I don't feel creepy being, like, he's so hot in Titanic. No, because he's playing a man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't find him hot in What's Eating Gilbert Grape when he's 12. <laughs> but yet, he's such a good actor. Oh, he's such a good actor. You know what I think we should watch? I thought you were going to say, you know what I think we should do? Be best friends with Leo. And I was like, me too. Oh, well, I'd love to. Leo, please slide Leo, into our DMs. please slide into our DMs. Also, Kate. Also, Kate. Yeah, yeah. I want to I want to be exactly like Kate Winslet, and I want to, and therefore, I, that would make me best friends with Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, I bet Kate has similar stories about, like, creepy dudes yeah i think she's been pretty uh open in the media about really talking about uh like time's up and yeah me too well, and that kind of stuff right when that stuff was happening she was in a movie with woody allen and that's why that's I why think, i'm kind of tying that all together but i think she didn't really want to talk about it at the time because she was like uh-oh people need to like see this movie otherwise it won't make any money right and <clears throat> i don't know i think all that stuff is just so complicated yeah it sucks yeah, I don't know. Anyways, um, we want to be best friends with Leo, and I think we should watch Basketball Diaries. Okay. Because I've always wanted to see it, and he plays, like, a kid who, like, does heroin. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, let's watch it. Yeah. That sounds good. That's our home. I love watching kids do heroin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, well, no, that that's our good. homework assignment. Uh, just we'll watch the basketball diaries, <laughs> and you're going to use the word salacious in conversation. Yep. Great. Do you have anything else you want to add? I don't know. I just am <laughs> uh, really going to try to advocate for myself this week. Oh, good. And put my foot down about some stuff and say, I don't want to do this, so like I'm not going work? to. Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. I'm nervous about how it's going to go, but it's going to be fine, and I can't be this miserable anymore, so I don't deserve that. Yeah, plus... 
you're gonna do really well at whatever job interview you have to do. <laughs> well, thank you. Let me let me let you that let you know that. Well, I will now. Thanks for all the tips. You smart. Whatever you answered everything perfectly. Oh, not smart. You little star. <laughs> That's how I can remember the acronym. That's the word. Acronym. Gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, is that our show? Yeah, I think that's our show. Do 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 do. That is our show. Oh, creepy. What? Oh, because we were just we were just talking about the Nickelodeon tea. Mm. Mm. More on that next time. Okay. Love you. Um. Bye. Follow us on social media. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Hey, Katie. Hey, Olivia. How can you follow us on social media? Well, you can look up at, oh my God, why do I, yeah, at WSHO Podcast. Awesome. What about if somebody wants to send us an email? Then they could email us, WSHOPodcast at gmail.com. And what kind of things should they send us besides love notes? Obviously. uh, Always say how much you love us and also how much you love yourself. And if you want advice, mm-hmm. I feel like you could ask us for what we think. Yeah, if you want us to try a recipe, if you want us to... If you have advice for us, because we openly talk about our problems. Yes, we sure do. Um, also, if you have a job <laughs> that you want Katie to have, or me. Yeah, I mean, I think we're both looking. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, That's just, it. just get in touch. If you want to slide into our DMs, we're always on board with We'd that. We'd love baby. to hear from you. All right. Bye.